I had a scholarship <clears throat> um, for playing to play baseball. I chose to go to Howard University. Um, I had uh, you know a number of scholarship offers, but the reason I wanted to go to Howard was because I was trying to you know be my identity. You know, having a white father and a black mother, uh, trying to fit in, those hey. type of things. Yeah. Right? You know, talk to my right? son in right? a couple yeah. years. Yeah. So, wow. okay. so, you know, you're trying to really put together identity because yeah. um, on one side, black people are saying, you're, you're not black, you're too white. Yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah. On the white side, they're saying, well, I know you're black. You know what I mean? Wow. Mm -hmm. So you're trying to fit in. And wow. either way, and you find out... Uh, well, I end up going. That's why I went to Howard okay. to, you know, yeah. be amongst people that, that that I felt was living the life type yeah. of life that I lived. Yeah. So I go to school, and uh, it was a horrible experience. Really? Wow. wow. It was a very horrible experience. Welcome to Acts Two and Forty Two. Real discussions, real opinions, real stories and testimonies. Real Church Talk. Welcome to Acts 2 and 42. All right, so we are back. Acts 2 and 42. Today we have Tom Brown. Now, um, the reason why we have Tom on today um, is, for one, you know, we're all about connecting. We definitely want to connect uh, to talk to people in person, you know, face-to-face -face, um, about their life, their family, uh, their beliefs, you know, all these things, right? I mean, I kind of joked as we were coming up the stairs that uh, you know, social media can, can go the wrong way real fast. Sure can. But in person, when there's tones, when there's face-to-face -face interaction, even if it's something you disagree about, we have a tendency to, to be a little more careful, respectful, and um, so we can navigate that terrain face-to-face -face sometimes better than social media. Absolutely. Um, so anyway, but um, I definitely wanted to touch on that, you know, you're kind of a, a friend, well, not kind of, you're a friend of the family. Mm -hmm. Um, my, my wife's, you know, family. And, uh, I think I met you, uh, really met you. I, I knew you and your brother beforehand, right. but I just knew you by like seeing you reputation, reputation and things like that. All right. Um, like seeing you two, you know, walk into an establishment. Guys <laughs> <laughs> are like the, the Bash brothers, you know what I mean? You, you have a, you have a presence, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, thank you. Thank so I'm you. like, I don't know who these guys are, but, uh, you know, I'm going to fly, fly low, you know? <laughs> Uh, but you guys were real chill, though. Oh, you know, yeah, you did, you, you, uh, um, you know, it wasn't a negative vibe. Right. You know what I mean? So, um, but anyway, so then when meeting you at uh, James's wedding. Yeah. You know, so that was pretty cool. We talked about uh, some interesting stuff. But, um, <laughs> and since then, right? <laughs> you know, it, was, it was a couple of interesting conversations. Um, uh, James and them pretty much uh, shattered my, my face, <laughs> you know, one night. Oh. <laughs> Uh, which I yeah. laugh about, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, yeah. it, it, it's man, it, it happened. It's cool. Um, yeah. But um, but that was cool to, to talk about it. You know, get the elephant <laughs> in the room. You know, right, right. But right. um, you know, best. I was trying to uh, protect my friends. They were doing the same thing, and uh, man, I didn't see them coming. So yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. how, that's how that story goes. Um, so we had we had a funny talk that night, though. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and it though, that's how it goes. That's how um, it's life, man. What can you do? Yeah, yeah, you know. Take your lumps. You know. That's it. We all got lumps we got to take, man. So, uh, but it was it was cool. And then Sheree lets me know that you're actually on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we linked up on Facebook and, um, 
Yeah, from there, uh, I see, you know, some of the content that you post and share, and I'm like, we need to talk, you know, we need to go on here, you know, Good sit woke. down and talk, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the real definition of woke, right. you know, um, so anyway, I got my wife, you know, Sheree here, and like I said, Tom Brown, you know, a uh, local friend of the family, and uh, I think friend of the conversation, Absolutely. you know, um, so anyway, but tell us a little bit about your background, um, your family, your background, and things like that. Well, mm, you know, my, I'm 48, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm 48, <laughs> somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Um, my father uh, raised us up in Ellendale, and we so, we were sort of secluded from the rest of the world, mm-hmm. kept sheltered from it. Um, when we grew up, we lived on a, a, a dirt road, and there was nothing but dirt roads around us. And there was only one other group, uh, one other family in that whole area, and that was James, Tony, and Earl, Mr. Earlene, wow. Carlos, yeah. right? Wow. And that's that's how we became friends. We um, way back, way yeah. back, way back. And um, but my father uh, used to, you know, he tried to get youth organizations, youth groups uh, started um, as we were growing up. <clears throat> and he made sure that we got to, you know, all of our baseball games, all of our practices, and you know, uh, we'd all we'd all each fa- both families were helping out each other when it okay. came to. Wow. You know, sports and things of that nature, and making sure we got to our games and uh, all of that. Yeah. So we, so all we did, you know, growing up, there was nothing else to do. So all we did was play baseball, football, and basketball. Three on three, me, Dawn, and Myron would play. James, Tony, and Earl. Wow. And I mean, in everything, you know, wow. and uh, you know, so we grew up uh, in a sports type yeah. atmosphere, yeah. and we, you know, I mean, we excelled at it, you know, yeah. during those times, and. Um, we would look. I remember the first game that Dawn played, my hmm. sister, and I don't know if any girl had played baseball or you know yeah. baseball at that time. At, at that yeah. time, you're yeah. talking, you know, what is that? Thirty some years ago. Yeah. yeah. You know, four, four, actually yeah. almost forty, about thirty-five years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she, there's this, you know, eleven eleven-year-old girl with black hair coming out the back of her helmet. She comes up <laughs> to bat on the first pitcher. Mm-hmm. And smacks a home run in left field. Wow! Everybody went nuts. Of course, with us, we're used to that because <laughs> like, she job. always did. Yeah, we were. Well, yeah, she did. I didn't know you was yeah. going to do it on the first one, Don. But yeah. I figured in the game, at some point, you was going to hit a home run. Mm-hmm. First, boom, right out the park. And so it it, it led from uh, one thing to the next. Um, you know, uh, you know, James he went off to college. Um, I went off to I went off to school for a little while. I'd had a scholarship <clears throat> um, for playing to play baseball. Okay. And I ended up going to, um, I chose to go to Howard University. Um, I had, uh, you know, a number of scholarship offers, but the reason I wanted to go to Howard was because I was trying to, you know, be my identity, you know, having a white father and a black mother, Uh trying to fit in, those type of things. Right? Talk to my son in a couple years. So, so, you know, you're trying to really put together identity because, on one side, black people are saying you're you're not black, you're too white. Yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah. On the white side, they're saying, Well, I know you're black. You know what I mean? Wow. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to fit in. And wow. either way, and you find out, uh well, I end up going that's why I went to Howard. Mm-hmm. Okay. To, you know, yeah. be amongst people that, that, that I felt was living the life type yeah. of life that I live. Yeah. So I go to school and uh it was a horrible experience. 
Really? Wow. wow. It was a very horrible experience. Um, wow. <clears throat> I wouldn't join their baseball fraternity because I didn't believe in taking beatings for something that doesn't isn't going to yeah. give you. There's no. There's nothing. You're not going to get rewarded in any other way. Yeah. Um, I didn't even know there was a baseball fraternity. Oh, good gracious. Yeah, they had the B5B. I'm like, what in the world's a B5B? You know, it's a baseball fraternity. I was like, no. So I started getting whipped up on. Mm. Um, you know, they would hold me down and just beat the crap out of me, but they wouldn't punch me in the face. And they would have done the same thing if you joined. Right. <laughs> so you're going to get it anyway. That's crazy. So, so then the, uh, the freshmen that were there, they didn't think anything was happening to me. So occasionally they'd catch me and whip up on me. The freshmen would. Oh, wow. So um, there was the, the, one, the last night, they call it hell night or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so during the daytime, they invited me into the room. All the upperclassmen, and I'm yeah. sitting there, and they're like, "Tom, you've been through so many beatings that all you got to do is just go through this one night, you know, wow. and you'll you'll be on the fraternity, you'll be in the fraternity." And uh, I said to him, "You know, well, they asked me why wouldn't you want to do that? That brings unity together and all of this other stuff." And I said, "You know, I went to a predominantly white school and played baseball there, and if." Most of most of the guys I played with were white 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 guys. Yeah. And I said, if I threw a ball and it hit a batter, that batter better not run and try to come get me. Mm-hmm. Because before he could ever get there, mm-hmm. he'd already be attacked and tackled or whatever else mm-hmm. was happen. Mm-hmm. And I said, I didn't have to take beatings for that. Yeah. You see what I mean? And that's the point that I was trying <laughs> Bars. <laughs> Just drop some truth on it. Right. Like, and I didn't God. have to take beatings for that. Yeah. yeah. And so they said, Well, are you gonna uh, go or not? You, you're gonna get hazed or not tonight? And mm-hmm. I was like, well, my lip was quivering, you know. And I'm like, no, I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. And that was the first time I didn't get a beat. They just let me go. Wow. And the following year, the there was a new set of freshmen coming in, 13 new freshmen coming in, right? And I said, and and they asked me, you know, they found out what I had done, and they said, well, you know, we don't want these beatings either. Tom, mm-hmm. what did you do? Mm-hmm. You know. And I told them, and I said, look, as many of them. As, as, as many people that you guys have right now as freshmen, all you got to do is just say you're not going to tolerate it. You're not going to do it. Everybody yeah. joined together. So I was the first one ever to break line. And then the oh, following man. year, there was only one person who actually was online because mm-hmm. all the other freshmen so decided weird. not to do it. And after that, I felt wow. good, and I left the school. <laughs> so you, you've always wow. been a trailblazer. Right. Like, you always, man, and you take your licks, though. I like, take my licks. Like, like in the other areas right. that we're going to talk about right. soon. You know, sure. You take sure. your licks being one of the first people to just put that foot out there and say, nah, nah, it's right. not, it's it, not it's, what we're going to do. It, yeah. it's, it's how I was raised, you know what I'm saying? And, of course, we were sheltered, too. So we had uh, an exceptional bond. And, like, we didn't lie to each other as kids. You know what I'm saying? We we didn't do anything to harm each other, and you know we knew that we relied and depended on each yeah. other. It brought a very, brought us very close. Um, but on 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 a, on a, on a, on the same thing, uh, I was in my ninth grade year um, in high school and going to Milford. Now, you know, there's a big thing with Colin Kaepernick and, and yeah. him and doing yep. the knee and everything else, and yep. the real reasons. Obviously, you know, people know what the real reasons are, but they tried to circumvent it, mm-hmm. blame, say, say it's everything else for what it truly is. Yeah. But just a real quick quick one, when I was in ninth grade, um, you know, we had to stand for the Pledge of Allegiance of the flag. Yeah. And no disrespect to anyone who does that, mm-hmm. you know. But me, my personal belief 
was that the flag was idol worship. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 if you put your wow. hand over your heart and yeah. pledge wow. allegiance yep. to a flag, mm-hmm. right? Wow. Right? Yeah. So I didn't do it. So every day Kaepernick from ninth, before there was Kaepernick. <laughs> from ninth <laughs> grade <laughs> till I was a senior, I never uh stood up for the flag. Because yeah. even me trying to stand up it, it was my conviction, right. you know, and it just made me feel horrible inside. Not that I'm not patriotic, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. but just that's my personal belief as far as, you know, when I was reading in the weight and magnitude that I should at a younger age. And I made that decision. And, you know, I talked to my dad about it a few days ago or, well, a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. He said, son, I never knew that. And I said, dad, I finally figured out why I had such a hard time playing sports mm-hmm. in school. And it was simply because I, I firmly believe because I, I wouldn't stand for the flag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask. I mean, that has to make you uh, an outcast. Oh, you know? big time. Big time. The teachers hit it for the most part. Yeah. But, but it got, I, got, I, got, uh, I got my, uh, my – I was suffering when it came to the sports because mm-hmm. they wouldn't let me start. And they had to end up having a meeting um, with the, the parents, had a meeting, and my parents with the – school why is he sitting on the bench now this was just baseball but i played football too okay Mm -hmm. and uh you know 18 yards of carry number one receiver in the state they never throw the ball to me again the rest of the year 18 yards of carry 18 yards tight end (laughs) yep yep and and the moment that article came that moment that article came out man they never threw the ball to me ever again the whole rest of the year that wow. was the end of it. Aren't they shooting themselves in the foot, though? I, I don't. By doing you that, think, I you mean, would think, right? It's yeah. all about winning, it, right? It's, yeah. It should be. Well, just like in uh, once again, uh, <clears throat> I sat, I sat until I, I, I guess I'm getting a little bit too in detail, but I hope you don't mind. I'm interested. No, no, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, um, so he had no choice but to start me mm-hmm. the following year, right? Mm-hmm. So what does he do? He puts me in front of the team that just won the state championship the year before, and they were only losing two athletes, wow. right? So they pr- pretty much had the same mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. team. Mm-hmm. So this is the first game. I get it. They want to put me – what he wanted to do was bury me right there, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and that's the way I see it, man, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So I'm up there pitching against them. And, you know, fifth inning, you know, I come out, he takes me out, puts me in the outfield. Uh, I, I hit the game-winning home run. Um, oh. he, he, I pitched five good innings, and then I got the bases loaded because I was a wild pitcher. Okay, but you know, I was I, I could I could throw the ball, you know, but yeah. I was wild. Okay, and but it helped me because it made other people be nervous, and then boom, you throw a ball right down the middle of the plate. Yeah, you know? Ready for it. <laughs> ready for it. <laughs> so so in any case, he puts me in the outfield uh, for the rest of the game, but he puts me in left field. I'm I'm slow. I was all, I always practice in right field. Yeah, yeah. He puts me out in left field. The ball is the bases are loaded. Ball is hit between center field and left field. Okay. I'm running, you know, like a big old goofy uh, giraffe <laughs> out there. And and it looked like I was running in slow motion. That's what my dad said. Yeah. But somehow I was able to get to that ball. I, I made a game a dive, uh, excuse me, a dive, yeah. uh diving catch. Yeah. And then of course, you know, throughout the other batters cuz they had already ran home, but that game was going to determine that first game was going to determine if I was going to be playing the rest of the season. Mm. Okay. And what happened was I became the athlete of the week. Oh. Right? It, from that game alone. And yeah. so at that point, you yeah. couldn't 
hide yeah. me anymore. Yeah. yeah. And that yeah. was pretty much it for uh, that. Now, as far as like, you know, my parents, um, you know, dad, he started up a, a, a latchkey program for children. Oh, okay. um, uh, you know, the latchkey kids, mm-hmm. kids have no place to go after school. Mm-hmm. So with the Mount Zion AME yep. um, in Ellendale, yep. they, they, you know, gave him some resources, let him open up this other building that they had. And okay. He got, uh, you know, state fun- or federal funding for it. And, uh, you know, it was really, it was really good. It was, it's, it's successful, still mm-hmm. running yep. down, but he really? left okay. it um, because it got, excuse me, it got too political. Something that's supposed to help Always children. Uh, yeah, it's, it, and Always. everybody wanted to all of a sudden be a part of it and claim it. And they had absolutely no, nothing to do with it. No one's there when, when, before right. the money comes. Right, before right. the, money, the comes. money comes. Now everyone yeah. got something to do with it once yeah. they're checked. That's it, man. Like, well, hold on, was it about the kids? Or was, right. You know, yeah. was it about right. a come up for somebody? Right, exactly. You know? Exactly. Man, it's just crazy. So it come from a, you know, a, a, a Methodist discipline. Uh, my father, he pastored at Mount Zion AME in Ellendale okay. um, under his senior, or the senior pastor, um, uh, Reverend uh, Ellsworth Coleman. Okay. Um, and uh, after that, uh, he ended up, uh, he wanted to come home and just have church with his family. Mm. And so we'd have service in the garage. Mm. And uh, next thing you know, it just sort of got big real fast. You know, a lot mm. of people started coming out. And we're in this garage, you know, having service. But at the same time, um, it was uh, it became like a non-denominational, no traditional, yeah. Yeah. you know, this and that. Just non-denominational mm-hmm. where anybody could just come in and don't have to worry about a set of rules and regulations. Mm-hmm. Just come in and serve and worship the Lord. And that's yeah. it. So that's a little bit about um, a lot of things. But, exp- you know, as far yeah. as m- my religion um, and things of that nature. I didn't know that. I, mean, I didn't know any of that. Me either. Which is cool. I mean, that's <laughs> why we're doing this. I mean, it's not like we're bringing people on here to pretend like, right, you know. Yeah. Right. I know I know a few things right. that I'm not going to pretend, but, you know, right. I'm going to lead to. But um, that's that's part of the benefit. Even, you know, Terry, who's my partner, you know, I've been, you know, pretty much at the same church, same faith with him for going on 10 years. Right. You know, uh, TJ, who, who's on here, and Bruce, you know, friends with them for years. Mm. Um, but sitting at this table talking about certain things, you learn things, right? <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And, it, and I think it's it's not it's time that we we generally don't take, right? You know, we don't make, right. you know, right? Sure. So hey, if I gotta set up some some cameras and some lights to do it, <laughs> you know, so be it. You know, I don't care if anyone. And I've said this a thousand times. If no one listens, I think something is still done by sitting down. You know, learning yeah. about each other and it, it's, man, it's a it's a good experience. I mean, right yeah. now, I'm I'm in this moment, and this yeah. is a Really, really good experience. Yeah, and just like when I text so. you back, I said, what you guys are doing is, you know, yeah. pretty incredible. Yeah. You know? That's cool. Um, yeah. It's not even out yet. You know? Right, right, <laughs> so, right. At this point, you know, right. at this point, it, by the time this airs, it'll, you know, there'll be, uh, you know, a few episodes out. But, um, so, man, it's crazy. R- one quick, quick question. Um, the garage. Mm-hmm. Was he still at Mount Zion, uh, Zion when he did that? Or no, he, he stepped away? He, ste- he had stepped okay. away. Okay. And, um. Uh, you know, he had he had started. Well, like I said, he just wanted to do stuff for the family. Yeah, and uh, it it evolved into something different. Um, for for a while. My guy. Yeah, it's sure enough. <laughs> and um, of course, me. Uh, you know, I didn't tell you the other part. The good stuff and some bad stuff comes along with it too. Uh, you know, after I left Howard, I I ended up working for a guy named Jim Tenafall. Uh, he used to own um, 
those restaurants uh, where the food was cheap and everything was delicious. Uh, uh, he's got one. He has had one in Bridgeville. Jimmy, uh, Jimmy's Grill. <laughs> Jimmy's yeah. Grill. Yeah. Okay. But he called it something else also, and they got okay. a different name for it in Allendale now, but Ronald White is, yeah, yeah, yeah. is the owner Grill. of that. Southern yeah, Grill. Southern right? Grill. And that's oh, where he started okay. off as Good food. Southern Grill. Absolutely. Wow. And I was working for him. He had a meat company in Georgetown. Okay. And this was before he opened up the restaurant. And I ended up getting some more offers when I was found out that I was you know, home. I had left school. But I ended up going to Dell Tech mm-hmm. because they had a – because. Uh, I could play that year. If I had went to, like, Harry Van Sant at Dell State, wanted to just give me a scholarship to go there, continue my education, and play ball there. Okay. And uh, But I didn't want to – I had already did the four-year thing. Didn't want to do that no more. You know, foolish thinking uh, mm-hmm. on my behalf. Um, so I went to Dell Tech. It was their first-year program, and I was able to play that year. And I got drafted by right. Toronto Blue Jays. And – um, didn't know that. Yeah, sure did. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And okay. Uh, I never signed with them. They saw me pitch one time down in Florida. I was throwing 92 miles an hour. I, I'm, I'm, because I went to college when I was 17, so because I was putting school early. Okay. And to anybody out there, if you don't have to put your kids in early, if if if, if you don't want to, because yeah. if the that 17 to 18 is a huge maturing yeah. uh, time for a man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so when you're graduating at 17, you're in college at 17, you know, Me right? Too. The same thing, right? Yeah. I mean, that one yeah. year makes a yep. huge, it makes a huge difference. Yep. Um, so you, so after the, after the, after the draft, they see me pitch the one time and that was it. And, uh, I, all of a sudden I got a letter that said I'd been drafted by Toronto and I looked at it and I'm like, eh, I'm not going to sign. I went, I took it as far as I wanted to take it. Right. Because I was thinking of all the ups and downs, all of this with baseball. And, you, you know, to me, it was the pinnacle, you know, at that time. Mm-hmm. I just, I knew, I said, well, you know, this is, I knew that I could make it mm-hmm. just as far as I want to take it. And that was it. So then I ended up doing foolish stuff, getting in trouble. And so I, I ended up down that road for a little <laughs> while. And so one day, I'm going to court with my father. And um, he... After all the help that he tried to get me, having me speak with this person and that person, and I'm sitting there, you know, young, stupid mm-hmm. kid, mm-hmm. not realizing how much my father's reaching out and trying to help his son. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so we're in court. I'm looking at a, lo- a little stretch. Um, wow. And dad just looks up into the sky and just exhales, right? He never said a word after all the people that he tried to get to talk to me and him himself, mm-hmm. that one gesture that he made forced me to change the way that I was thinking. And wow. just that just that gesture by itself. Seeing seeing <laughs> his um, the, what the emotion, hurt. what yeah, a, the emotion. hurt. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And okay. Just just to see how, that was a powerful moment. It was so powerful. It changed the direction and where I was headed as far as going down, you know, yeah. a, a bad road. Mm-hmm. And um, after that, I did everything I could to not ruin or shatter my dad's name yeah. ever again. Wow. To this day. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's yeah. the thing. How old were you? Uh, at that time, I think I was um, 19. Wow. 19. I think I was 19 at the time, but I can't be for sure. Mm-hmm. But right around those years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And uh, you know, you go from one thing and go into the, go into something else. Mm-hmm. But it's amazing 
I always believe that in order for a person to change, usually you just can't change, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. There has to be something dramatic or traumatic that, yeah. that happens to a person to influence change in their life. Mm -hmm. And that was a changing moment for me. Wow. What well, was that right there? That was a dramatic thing that I saw, you know, in my head. Yeah. So it forced me to change the way that I was going because of love I have for my father. Mm -hmm. And that was it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Again with the fathers. Yeah, yeah. We, fathers have been a heavy discussion on, on um, well, this is another third podcast. That, oh, wow, you know, okay. That, um, the first one, we did a, a, a one just focusing on the rate of fatherless homes and how mm -hmm. it skyrocketed mm. in the last three or four decades. Oh, gracious, yes. Skyrocketed. Mm -hmm. um, and then another conversation I had with another couple, and they, she mentioned how uh, integral her husband was in blending the the uh, the families because he had a child with a, with another woman before they met right so he's got his you know baby's mother and he's got their child right plus her her kids that she's had since then plus the kids he has with his oh his, my. his wife mm -hmm. so making that and it works they have a YouTube yeah. channel they have you know a, wow. one big happy family yeah. wow and I said how'd you get you know no offense ladies but you know how'd you get these two ladies to to work together to get along you know Cordial. asking yeah. actually the the wife. Um, and she points to the husband. Said, "Man, it was him. He did. Wow. It. He was the grounded, you know, mm -hmm. you know, reasonable person that just like, you know, uh, just slowly kind of brought it together." Right. Um, so I said, "Man, it's it's just crazy." So the conversations keep coming up. Father's father, father, right. father, my father. That? You know. Mm -hmm. um, so thank God for fathers. <laughs> thank God <laughs> so, for fathers. Absolutely, the, the impact man. that the father there, has is a lot. I, I think there's a lot of men out here who truly don't understand that. And just yeah. like the mother too, mm -hmm. you know, they don't understand the impact that they have. You know, you get a lot of, you know, uh, women that might be upset. The relationship didn't work out. They use the kids against mm -hmm. the father oh. or the father doesn't. I despise uh, that. Yeah, really. The father doesn't, uh, you know, come around like he should mm -hmm. and, and doesn't realize, you know, uh, mm -hmm. what's, what's truly happening uh, to the children mentally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so, but wow, that these yeah. are the times that we live in. It's different than than it was thirty years ago. Mm -hmm. Very different. Very, very much. Very so. different. Mm -hmm. And um, it's and it's changing rapidly, rapidly, exponentially. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. With like as fast as technology changes, mm -hmm. I think that's our culture yeah. is is trying to keep up. You right. know, with that with that speed. Um. So I mean, before before we go, you know, go. In another direction, um, real quick, just another piece about your background. Mm -hmm. um, you're self-employed. Mm -hmm. I, yes. I do know that. You know, you're yes. self-employed, and you do. Uh, go ahead. I uh, I do home improvement work. Okay. Uh, pretty much um, everything from the roof to the basement. Okay. Um, it makes it it makes it a lot uh, harder when you don't specialize, but at, because you have so much stuff you have to learn. Mm -hmm. um, before you True. can even get your business off the ground. Yeah. Um, I wanted to specialize in the very beginning, but when I moved over here, I needed to do whatever it took, mm -hmm. you know, to make money, especially yep. when you're trying to do it on your own. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I'm moving, I'm moving to the point where I will be able to specialize. Um, I want to go into roofing, but all of my customers from the past and any present ones, of course, will take care of anything that they need, but yeah. my eventuality is of the business is to uh, specialize in one or two different things. Okay. Um, but right now we do everything from the roof to the basement. We do it pretty well. We got pictures of all of our work. If yeah. if people are interested yeah. in any type of work, we do it okay. uh, when it comes to home improvement. And the company's APJ Home Improvement. 
and uh, we've been around for a little while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and where, where do you do work? Uh, uh, all over the state. And wherever it calls. It, it, like, I'll even go out of state and do roof jobs and things of that nature. But yeah. nothing outside of roof jobs out of the state. But um, when it comes to, you know, work, um, all, over the, all over the state. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so knowing, knowing you're self-employed, we, we mentioned we, we have, you've talked about your background, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, your dad being a pastor, the home church thing. Um, and, well, church and home church family. Um, so where, where are you with that today? Um, what, what's your faith like today? Well, I guess, I guess, uh, there's a lot of different ideas out there or information that wasn't available for the last 30 years, you know? True. So with all that, you know, from your dad, you know, how you were raised to now, where, where's Tom Brown at? Where's your faith? Well, you know, um, I can't, I can't, uh, remember every, uh, part of what changed uh from my faith mm-hmm. uh where, where it started and how it, it evolved mm-hmm. um but what i will say is up until 2012 i had sort of just um uh well around 2012 mm-hmm. prior you know i just sort of lost the faith the mm-hmm. identity okay. um and i moved away from it okay um I had my, I had my issues with some certain things, like most people do, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's life or reading certain things that make can't you feel rationalize. Like, can't right? You can't mm-hmm. rationalize it, yep. right? And yep. and so uh, in 2012, they were talking about the Mayan. Yeah, I was going right? to say, what was the Mayan calendar <laughs> that brought Mayan, you back? Right. <laughs> that's funny. Well, that's where it started. Okay. Because okay. I was researching on the history of the Mayans and the Mayan calendar yep. and this in-day prophecy and and then i realized that they were stating after my research that it wasn't supposed to be the end of the world it's the end of something okay and the beginning of something else okay if you notice our whole weather pattern changed after 2012 really everything got worse okay um and i'm talking about uh, there's this guy named jason a that has a youtube channel Okay. And in 2012, uh, coming into 2013, there were months where he you, he could he was showing every day some disaster happening around the world, mm. like every single day. And you're not hearing this on television. Yeah, I said the same thing about earthquakes. <laughs> earthquakes, I remember Absolutely. that. Absolutely, it was about the same time, and we were looking up yeah, yeah. the same things. Get out of here! Wow. She, she started. Googling like what earthquakes, uh, excuse me, earthquakes mm-hmm. were happening at, at what frequency. Mm-hmm. Wow! Yeah, and well, it was a that, lot. That that's it. I mean, yeah. you, you know, because of, I guess, wanting to know something, we were taught, we were limited in our teachings in school, and mm-hmm. so I, I guess you know, with the information highway out there, mm-hmm. it makes you people who are intrigued by this. Yeah. Well, now you have the research capabilities right in front of your own hands. Mm-hmm. And so I guess that's how it started for me. And it started from, uh, like I said, the Mayans themselves. Mm-hmm. And I kept seeing this thing about, you know, all these all these different topics. And to me, it was the greatest thing since sliced bread. I'm like, oh, gosh, this is great. You know, I yeah, can re- go yeah. through this and learn this. Yeah. And um, then I started realizing, you know, not, not everything that you read yeah. 
is real. I didn't know that in the beginning, you right? Gotta, you so gotta, you, you got to go down the rabbit hole once or twice. You got to get down <laughs> the hole. I got to do some fact checking. <laughs> and, and that's and that's it. But it did teach me yeah. to fact check, not yeah. just once, but just many times, many yeah. any way that you can to fact check. And like I would tell my uh, my lady, I said, uh, before I put anything out there, mm-hmm. it's already hard for people to believe these things yeah. that I put out. Mm-hmm. So the last thing I want to do is be wrong when right. I put something out because that has set you so far yep. back. And yep. now you're not, you, you, now, now, now you can be laughed at. You're a disaster now. Yeah. You, just over a mistake that anybody could make. Yep. And so I'm real careful now. I learned that, I learned that lesson the hard way. Yep. But um, it's, it, that's where it started in 2012. Yeah. Uh, and, and I just was intrigued with all the different topics they had. And I came across this thing, Flat Earth. Oh. Right, and and I you know blew it off because I'm still yeah. my research. Yeah, but every night too. somehow <laughs> somehow I'd see something that somebody said about flat Earth, and I'm yeah. like, Psh, what's wrong with these idiots? Right, yep. that's what mm-hmm. I'm thinking. Yeah, how crazy are they? Yeah. Right, and one night it hit me. I said, when I was learning the globe, mm-hmm. the one question that I had in my head the whole time that I could never shake was somebody in Australia being upside down. Right and yeah. walking and not knowing it, because yeah. I was thinking, or well, the fact they... that you're upside down, right? Or, or, to or them. Could be <laughs> upside down to yeah. them, right? Yep. Yep. So, why isn't if 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 we're looking at a tilt of the earth, let's say you know America's midway or a little bit above midway, yeah. and at the yep. bottom, you know Venezuela down for lower, yep. Yep. these people are sideways and don't know it. They're yeah. standing up sideways, or you know, from your perspective, yeah. you know. Yep. And and so that's what always bothered me. And then all of a sudden that made me dabble between yeah. seeing flat earth yeah. and the that that, you thing remember, that, res- you remember resonant- that didn't make sense. <laughs> didn't make I know sense. I've been convinced. You right. know, I know I'm pro- right. like, that's what it is, and that's silly. Yeah. You know, but wait a minute, because that didn't I, I had that question. Yep, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. And and so that's what that's that was that's what drove me to start checking it out. Check it out. Okay. Was simply because of that thing that stuck in my head since I was a kid when I learned the globe. Yeah. And it took me on an amazing journey. Yeah. And I think I became angry, like most people, mm-hmm. when you start realizing what you were truly taught in school mm-hmm. and what you needed to be taught in school yeah. and what you weren't taught in school yep. and, and the things you've been lied And to. church. And church. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it, it goes both ways. Abso- we're, absolutely. We're trying to gain you know, secular or carnal knowledge from school. Right. You know, and we're, we're supposed to be getting you know, spiritual, supernatural knowledge or wisdom from church, right. you know, and benefits, and I think uh, both have, have failed us, you to, know a what? Degree. to a degree. To a absolutely. degree, absolutely. Yeah. I I firmly believe that. You yeah. know, um, just like we were just talking with the, you know, the clues of the flat earth, they're all in the Bible. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. they really are. They're yeah. they're everywhere when you're looking for them. Yep. This is actually a new belief. Like this yep. whole globe, like you know, ideas. It's yeah. it's fresh. It's new. This right. You know, last night we heard a woman say, you know, everyone knows like for thousands of years. That the, the world is a globe or whatever. I'm just like, that's not true. Yeah. They turn it around. Thousands yeah. of years. Yeah. Yeah. They thought it was flat. It's all thousands and thousands of years. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. That's how it's always yeah. been until the last 500 years. Yeah. So so I want to go. Oh, we keep getting oh, to that. No, no, that's cool. <laughs> that's definitely cool because we we will uh, we will spend some time, okay. you know, focusing on, and uh, focusing on things like okay. you, you just mentioned. Um, so, but before we kind of dedicate you know time just mm-hmm. to that because what you know if we get there i think we may have to stay there <laughs> you know because <laughs> um, uh, unfortunately uh 
it happens on Facebook, you know, and I, I hate it. It's like, or, or, in, or church conversations, mm-hmm. you know, some person poses a question and then you go to answer that and they're like, well, what about this? And it's just like chasing their tail. Right. And it's like, but we never pin anything down. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and that's, I'm big on that. Sure. I'm big on that. Like, well, hold on before we move on. Right. What did we say about that? And a lot of people, they don't want, they won't engage you no, after that because you're trying no. to pin them in a, in a, in a spot. But Absolutely. I just want to make sure whatever it is that we agree before we move on. Sure. Where, where we are right now. And people would rather so, deflect. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Um, you know, 2012 brought you back, mm-hmm. you know, or faith-wise, right. you know, um, brought it back to the conversation. And, um, of course, Flat Earth is in the conversation mm-hmm. now. Um, so without... You know, without denomination, without specific views, do you believe personally that Jesus Christ is Lord? Yes, I yes. do. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I think, look, the way things are today, you know, and I think, you know, man, anyone that's, that's experienced church, mm-hmm. we, we find every reason to separate ourselves. Sure. And I have very specific beliefs and very strong convictions, but I don't let that uh, alienate me from you. Right. So if I, if I can start just from the premise that you believe Jesus Christ is Lord, I believe Jesus Christ is Lord, mm-hmm. therefore you're my brother. We can start right. from there. Amen. You know, and anything past that, I think is, uh, um, I don't. It's water under the bridge, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, as they say, heaven, not heaven or hell issues, or whatever the case may be. <laughs> um, look, I'll let him determine what's heaven and hell issues. Right. But I think we should discuss all of sure. them. Sure. But any disagreement, man, we. You still believe Jesus Christ is Lord? And if 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 you say you're atheist, that doesn't mean the conversation's right. over for me. I plan right. on inviting people that are atheists right. to talk to them about why they're mm-hmm. atheists. Um, but anyway, I do like just to ask that question mm-hmm. to see where somebody is. Um, what about the scriptures, the Bible? Mm-hmm. In your opinion, is it authoritative? When you say authoritative, it 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 was written. It like the phrase "it was written" mm-hmm. or the fact that it was written means that that's it. Anything else that contradicts it, anything else that, like, it's to be obeyed, it's to be followed. And, and of course, I mean in proper context. Right. Context is everything, because we right. can go to laws, you know, whether you believe in laws or not, but we can go to something that may have changed or maybe something different. And we, then we can start an argument there, right. you know, about how you view it or how I view it or how they view it. But just ultimately in the big picture, if it's in proper context, is it the trump card? Is it the, if, it's, if, if it says it, it's authoritative over anything else. Right. Yeah. I, I, I do personally believe that. Is there any caveats um, to that or any? Well, the, you know, there are some things uh, that the Bible speaks about that I don't believe are God's inspired word. Okay. Um, now, if you ask me for, you know, different things, I wouldn't be able to just tell you offhand yeah. so yeah. many different things and refer you to different verses. But, yeah. um, I mean, just, just like, uh, you know, when it talks about slavery and, yep. and you know, yeah. uh, about the you know, be be you know, kind or good to your masters and yep. your earthly masters and things mm-hmm. of that nature. When in reality, uh, God has shown many times that He doesn't want people to be in bondage. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um, but then we're getting this other additional advice, and that sounds cer- certain things seem like they're man-made. Now, the only reason why I can say that is because you know when when you look at um the bible itself and mm-hmm. the context um it, it it shows us how to live our life mm-hmm. right but at on the same on the same token um there's people that have been in charge of mm-hmm. putting this bible together mm-hmm. and 
when that when that happens, mm-hmm. you have a choice to either be keep it original, yeah, or add to it mm-hmm. or take away from it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Bible even God even warned yeah, about not, that not to do it, not to do it. Yeah, it's not just in Revelation it's, either. It's in the Old Testament. In the beginning, it was like, look, right. don't add one don't, word, don't take that's away. That's right. Don't do don't change any, of any that. form of worship. Don't do anything right. I didn't tell you to do. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. that was said for a specific reason. Yep. Um, because God knows man. Yeah. And that when the books were being put together, um, and the powers that be, mm-hmm. these were challenges that I guarantee, uh, you know, that yeah. people did do what they weren't supposed to do. Yep. Now, does that you know make the Bible irrelevant or or, or not? No. It, I mean, yeah. it has nothing to do with all yeah. that's in there. It just the point being is that, um, it to me, I cannot I can't help but to believe that knowing men that they would eventually <laughs> yeah. uh try to use its power mm-hmm. you know and in 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 and shaping in a way and even taking the 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 more uh nefarious side of it out i mean the fact that errors are made the fact that you know um there's texts that say different things there's translation sure. that has spelling differences sure and there you know i'm a, i'm a big uh um What's the uh, op- opponent? Yeah, <laughs> right. I'm a big opponent of the phrase. You know, the Bible is uh, the inerrant word of God. Right. I don't believe that. Right. Um, I believe the original scriptures were inspired, mm-hmm. and I believe mm-hmm. that, like the reformers, Martin Luther, and people that were fighting for the the inspiration of scripture, they were right. talking about God's given word being given to Isaiah, to Daniel, to Moses, to whoever. Mm-hmm. You know, but that that didn't uh, transcend to translations. Right. You know. That wasn't the theory because you know when you when you get down to it, I've I've spent a little bit time dabbling in different manuscripts and the text and canonization, and when you look at that, you can't. I started off trying to prove the King James Bible was it. Right. That was that was what I was like, man. No, the King James Bible. Now I don't know. I I thought that originally because that's what I was told. Sure. So I went in with a bias, you know, as we we tend to do. Of course. But then I started looking at it, and it got real difficult, you know. I'm trying to hold my position while still recognize the facts. And then I end up having to abandon my position because I can't say, I still read from the King James Bible, mm-hmm. you know, um, but in a realistic, you know, approach, you know, right. and I have complete, I believe it's authoritative. I have, you know, utter, you know, respect for the scriptures, but there are a few that I can prove to you through the abundance of Greek manuscripts that really shouldn't be in the King James Bible. Mm. Not the NIV, not the other ones that are, you know, often criticized. Right. Um, I can criticize them too, but they come from a completely different source than the King James. Right. So of course they're going to differ. Right. You know, um, but anyway, so I'm, I'm really specific and I, and I don't know. I, what about books like um, the Dead Sea Scrolls or the Book of Enoch? Are you familiar with any of those? Um, or? The Book of Enoch and a couple of other books. Mm-hmm. Books I've been through. Yeah. Um, I haven't your, read all of them. What's your general feeling towards them? Should, should they my be considered feeling? with them or? Oh, my general feeling, just from reading the Book of Enoch, my general feeling was they kept that out of the Bible for a reason. I agree. Because when you look at when this globed Earth thing started, mm-hmm. it keeps going back to that. Five hundred years, yeah. about five hundred years ago, but right around then, <clears throat> the King James Bible was being mm-hmm. created, mm-hmm. right? Yep. What was it, 1611 or 15 or whatever? 1611 is when the authorized version The authorized, actual authorized version came out. So if you're going to have the world believe that the the 
you know, have the people to believe that the world is a globe, mm -hmm. you cannot have the book of Enoch in the Bible. You can't. Mm -hmm. And that's the way that I looked at it. Do you know that um, so much the church fathers, many of the church fathers quoted, referenced, uh, and counted the book of Enoch as inspired scripture? Really? Like, Lord, like uh, Tortillian is one of the main ones. Um, <clears throat> he's a... I think second century uh, theologian, church father, mm -hmm. wrote volumes and volumes. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan. I read from his writings. Right. You know, uh, oh, very often, very often. And he, he, he not only quotes it and not only references how he looks at Enoch, but he actually says that this is why it, that it's not considered by the Jews. It's a messianic text. Hmm. It, 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 it glorifies the guy that you crucified. The Jews aren't going to receive that mm. in this day, you know, right. even though it's found in the Dead Sea Scrolls. And I think the, uh, the Essenes uh, were a sect of Jew that is believed to be, you know, one of the sources of the Dead Sea Scrolls. And they were like the, the John the Baptist type characters, if I can paraphrase, right. that they weren't following the Pharisees. They weren't following these other man-made, you know, denominations right. or sects of, you know, Judaism. They were hardcore. Right. They stayed, you know, and, and did almost like monks, you know, type of living. Sure. And they preserved texts, and that's, they're the ones that supposedly put them in these caves where they were found uh, to preserve them. But, um, but man, if you can't, and that's, that's what, man, I used to argue with Sheree and uh, yeah. TJ about, the, about Enoch. Because, again, I'm going from what I, what I was told, you know. Right. And, man, we used to argue about Enoch mm -hmm. and some of, the, you know, some of the things that's in Enoch mm -hmm. concerning Genesis and the, the, the sons, of, sons of God and angels. I've always been on the fringe. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like the, uh, the conventional theology guy. Right. I'm like, no, it's not, it's not biblical. It's not biblical. <laughs> you know, and I'm, I'm fighting against them for years. Yeah, yeah. And then I start coming across Dead Sea Scrolls and all, all Scripture. Mm -hmm. And I always call it all Scripture because that's what Paul referenced when he said all Scripture is given by the inspiration of God. Mm. And in, in that all Scripture we count today, there's a bunch of references and quotes that don't come from the Bible. Mm -hmm. They come from the Apocrypha text. They mm -hmm. come from, you know, the old, mm -hmm. the, the, it's called Deuterocanonical. Uh, um, the things that happened after the prophets, you know, right. Maccabees and things. But, right. um, but Dead Sea Scrolls, Enoch, and I start reading, looking back at the scriptures, reading, and I'm like, all scripture. Like, this is, this is crazy. And it's kind of like the YouTube rabbit hole. It doesn't mean you just eat anything. Right. I think we still have to use discrimination in, in, you know, trying to validate what we can. You Absolutely. Know? But nonetheless, I like asking what people think about, you know, Enoch and things like that because um, it is, it was, it's a scary concept in church. Like, I know a lot is. of Christians don't want to deal with if those God type wanted scriptures. It, if God yeah, wanted to be in there, it would be want, in there. You that's have what no they, idea, like the early days of canons. Right. You know, why they came about and how they, I mean, the Gnostics, mm -hmm. if you know anything about Gnosticism and the, the text that they wrote, I, mean, I read some of the right. Gnostic texts and, and it's, it's crazy. So it I can is. see where mm -hmm. they would have this, um, uh, a, a real defensive stance of like, hold on, this didn't come from an apostle. Sure, this ain't sure. the right faith. This isn't. Right. This isn't our God. Right. You know, um, but at the same time, you can see where some people, you know, are going by what text that they have in front of them have access to. Right. Because I mean, this is a turn of I don't know, not century, but from BC to AD. You know, at the mm -hmm. time of Christ. You know, this is a, a you know a hundred to three hundred years after him. Right. It's. I mean. They didn't, our parents didn't have access to information like That's we right. do today. So what do you right. think, think, think they had? Do you think right. they just had scrolls and books everywhere? No. Yeah. You know, um, but there's plenty of guys that reference the list of books that they had. There's five or six different canons in the first couple mm -hmm. centuries that tell us what books uh, were accepted. And then you got guys like the church fathers that say why they don't accept certain things. Right. So, um, man, all of it, like I said, I think it's, it's worthy to be in the conversation 
You know what I mean? To just, you know, see where somebody is and yeah. discuss co- some of these concepts. Yeah. Because it it's bothered, foreign to us. Sure, it really is. And, and it, it bothered me uh, reading about, you know, this man that was caught up in a whirlwind. Mm-hmm. And Talk about that's that a it. lot. Yeah. He was on yeah. earth for, what, 364 years? Yep. And yeah. God said, I'm not going to let you die. I'm just <laughs> take you out of here. He's right. one of two guys. Right. You know, one of two right. guys right. That ever. Ever. Even Christ had to die. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so how, what did he book? do that was so right. great? Right, right. What but did yet he the, do? Hebrew, the author of Hebrews references him in, in the elders that obtained uh, a good report by faith. Mm-hmm. References Enoch. That was so, so what with God and he, he pleased God so good that he was and he was not. He was translated. Right. Well, what exactly did he do? Here's one of my, I'll say theory, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But one of my theories for why there's not more written. You know, the the Old Testament writers established trends that if there were volumes of writings on a subject, they didn't go in depth on that. They would say, is it not written in this book or, you know, whatever the case may be. They would just mention something that was common knowledge and move on. So, but there was a book of Enoch that was handed down from his ancestors. Right. You know, that, you know, um, and the Testament, there's a, uh, a collection of books called the Testament of the Patriarchs. Hmm. which is um, writings from each one of the sons of Israel. You know, each wow. one of the tribes, the fathers, it was, yeah. it was what the father did, going back to the father. The father was supposed to teach their children, you know, the word, was supposed to raise their family and teach them godly things. Sure. And to hand down to their, you know, posterior, you know, the things of God, the prophecies that he said would come. Mm-hmm. And they wrote these prophecies. They wrote these teachings on things that they had to warn their ancestors about. Um, also, many of those books found in the Dead Sea Scrolls. Wow. You know, right. so anyway, but I think um, if there was already writings of Enoch that were well known, and it's a, and it's abundantly clear because not just the book of Enoch, but other Dead Sea Scrolls and other scriptures tell the same exact story he did. Right. You know, right. Uh, the Christian fathers, the Jewish historian Josephus, all these people from, I'll say our era, like the Christian era, mm-hmm. they wrote about these things as fact. Josephus says that the sons of God came down and, and you know, procreated with women. And, right. You know, mm-hmm. Uh, I thought this was a crazy concept that wasn't theologically sound. Right. He didn't tell anyone else that, you know, believed it in those days. Right. Um, so my, my point being, if there was already this volume from him, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have had to tell people why he was translated, what he did to please God. Right. There's already a book that t- told his whole story. Yeah. Right. You know, um, but again, it's a theory. I don't have someone, you know, scripture quoting that's why. Sure. Um, but it, it stands the reason, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So. It does. Uh, you know, even, even, um, even, um, you know, in, in the book of Enoch itself, it talked about, you know, these massive giants, right? Yep. yep. But when you, go to, when you go to the King James Bible, uh, Genesis, I think it's in chapter 5, but I'm not, chapter 5 or chapter 6. Mm-hmm. Um, 6, yep. 6, when it talks about uh, the, 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 they came, the, uh, the angels that came down and had sex mm-hmm. with the women. Yep. But yeah. the thing is, is this. It said, now there were giants in the land. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. but when the sons of men or whatever you know came down mm-hmm. and had sex with the women mm-hmm. and produced men of old, mm-hmm. men of renown, men of renown, we're in Genesis. Yeah, what are you talking about? Yep. Well, Book of Enoch goes into mm-hmm. uh, you know stuff that starts to make sense. Yep. That these are questions that I had even young, you yeah. know, yeah, and without no answers, you know, you see yeah. what I'm saying to it, yeah. and. It's not like that anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and and there's books that really tie. Yeah. That there were questions yep. that there and there are books that were purposely taken yep. out of that Bible yep. 
for specific reasons. Yeah. 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 And that's it. So, I mean, and you still say it's, it's you know, authoritative. Absolutely. At but I like the fact that um, if, you, if there is an area, like you mentioned, how it references a slave or the master, mm-hmm. you know, if there's an area that you're like, I don't know about that, you can still, you know, hold hold the, the general concept mm-hmm. that I believe the Bible is authoritative yes. or I respect it as such. Yes. But I do have some questions. I'm not okay with that. Right. And I, I wonder what influence man may have had because mm-hmm. when I was coming up, I'm right. a young guy, right? I was raised Christian, but I'm a young guy and I'm out there. Like you said, we get into some mess. But I would I would read my Bible and I'm just crazy. I'm smoking blunts and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. <laughs> reading the Bible, you know, it just didn't. My, my friends would laugh, and be like, "What are you doing over there?" You know, um, yeah, crazy. Um, but I'm like, "Yo, y'all read this? This this is crazy," you know. And, and even you know, Sunday school as a kid or something like that, you kind of uh, kind of wander, you yeah. know, away from the faith. Sure. So it was almost like it was all brand new to me, you right. know, to a degree. And um, but man, it was just. This stuff, this stuff is crazy. Who's talking about this? You know, what, right. what do you do with this? But, right. um, and, and long story short, you know, it's not about me, but, um, you know, the theory was, you know, a lot of my friends would say, man, that's just written by man. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. can't trust that. It's just written by man. And now that's, that's evolved today into right. it was made up by Constantine, the Roman emperor, you know, right. it was made up by, yeah. you know, whoever to right. control people. And, mm-hmm. and um, look, I'm all for theories. I'm all for... Uh, you to propose whatever it is you're proposing, right? Um, but be willing to sit down and, and actually consider, sure, you know, evidence, sure. you know, absolutely. So, um, but to have another believer that says, mm-hmm. "Yeah, I believe in it," I got some questions though, right? And I'm not sure, you know, mm-hmm. if it's 100 percent or 98 right. or 95, but um, I think it's still good, right? Absolutely. You know, um, yeah. you know the Bible tells us specifically, you know, to seek the truth, and you'll find the truth, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, everything that you might have had a question on about the Bible, well, there's the truth out there, mm-hmm. you know, yep. that you can find and yep. research, you know. And with the, I believe that the ultimate uh, uh, evil will become um, the Internet and its accessibility mm-hmm. eventually. Mm-hmm. But right now, it's a lot of good. Yeah. That a lot of people can research. A lot of people can find the truth. We're on that uh, <laughs> probably transition from what it is to what it's going to become. What it's going to become. Because I yeah. think <clears throat> information was unobtainable for mm-hmm. so long. Mm-hmm. And now that it's not, mm-hmm. I think you know as well as I do, mm-hmm. someone's got to got to control this. Yes. The horse is out of the barn or whatever. We got to, you know, we got to reel this in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I talked about it on a couple other podcasts. I mean, there's YouTube channels that just disappear. Mm-hmm. And the guy's Absolutely. like. Absolutely. And it's like the same people, they're talking about flat earth or something. And that's mm-hmm. all they're doing is just, yeah, I think the earth is flat and this is why. Right. It's not, it's not hate speech. It's not, you know, bullying. Right. It's not, you know, it's Islamic murders right. or something crazy, which they allow on the internet. Right. Crazy. You right. Know, yeah. It's just the guy believes that the earth is flat and he's on his sixth YouTube channel right now. Right. You know. Right. And it's like, all right, they delete another one. Guys, check me out at this one. You know. Yeah. And yeah. They, they, they disappear. They get back. You know, they come back, you know, on a different channel, yeah. like you're saying. And. I see it. I see it often. Um, so, so that kind of brings us to the conspiracy theory realm, just mm-hmm. period. And I do want to know, um, you know, like, like what's what's your thoughts on them? Because I know, like, a lot of people, this whole thing, fake news, and mm-hmm. there's like a big movement to mm-hmm. stop unpopular thought, to stop, you know, these crazy conspiracy theories mm-hmm. should not allow to be discussed on the internet. Right. So, what, what do you think? Um, well, when you know, it was a government word, 
conspiracy theorists mm-hmm. and, and conspiracy theorists, and what they try to do is tag people and make them look crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Um, just like in the movie Gladiator, uh, when Russell Crowe mm-hmm. was given that uh, food to eat, uh, but I can't think of the black guy's name uh, that was giving him the food, and Russell Crowe was worried that he was going to be poisoned. Mm. And the black guy says to him, don't worry, they have to destroy your name first. Mm. And I thought about that, mm-hmm. right? And then I look at Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I look at the news right now. Mm-hmm. They are dis- they're going after people's names and their yeah. reputation. Cosby. Uh, right? I mean, I don't know any, I, I don't know who's innocent and who's guilty. Yeah. Right. But what I am saying, there has been an influx yeah. of, of, of this type of behavior. Yep. Uh, all, all through this whole country now, yep. and it's being advertised and promoted on TV. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they're destroying people one person at a time the best that they can. Charlie Sheen's another guy that, wild guy, always has been, mm-hmm. you know, big yeah. into drugs, prostitutes, sure. everything. Sure. And everyone knew that. Right. But it was accepted, and mm-hmm. he was still getting roles, still doing all that. Yep. But then he does this video called A Message to My President as a message to Obama right when he was elected saying, look, you're the new guy. You say you're going to bring change. Let's let's reinvestigate 9/11. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Let's do that. And he made, he sat down straight face sober and was saying if you're the new president, you can bring change, then these things are not your fault. Right. It's your fault if you acquiesce, if you just go along and you, you do nothing. Right. So it was a message to his president asking him, will you open up a new investigation? Will huh. you do this? Will I never knew that? that. And since that, man, the phone calls of him talking about I I'm, I have tiger blood and I'll I'll kill your babies or whatever crazy right. stuff he says, you know, yelling at a, a woman on a voicemail. Right. Um, but that stuff doesn't come out until after. It's like that that token, that mm-hmm. chip, that, yeah, if you do something crazy, we have something for that. That's it. And, you know, and I think for Cosby, mm-hmm. you know, he's getting ready to buy NBC, NBC? or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And think about it, him being one of the, the best faces of a black father in the home. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What do you think he plans on doing with NBC? Even having raunchy comedy. Comedy right. is raunchy, you know. Right. But nonetheless, and it, even if he did those things, you guys mm-hmm. did nothing to him until right. he tried to make this power move. Until he tried right. to make the and power now, move. And that's what uh, Rashad, what's what's her name? The um, His wife. They played his wife. Uh, uh, I know who you're t- I can't yeah. think of her name. She now. said what, you see, you're, what you're seeing is uh, uh, basically the destruction of a legacy. That's, that's right. It, you know, right. Destroy his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Miss Huxtable. Yeah, Miss yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, She was doctor too, right? Yeah, they're both sure doctors. Enough. Sure enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, All right. yeah. well, you know, the the, the TV now um, is television now is not like it once again thirty years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they were going to show an episode where people were kissing or something, it would literally say, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. tell you that yep. you should. Yeah, you know, watch your kids or this and that, and you know it's going to be yep. more of an adult type episode. Right. Well, today the kids I mean, shows are kissing. Right, the kids shows, the commercials, yeah. the cartoons, and yeah. you know they're yeah. they're naked in bed in the commercials. <laughs> the yes. Commercials. Yes. <laughs> we dropped uh, Direct TV. You know, just weeks after getting, we never had TV. And mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, you know, we like this funny show we're or whatever, you know. People. Right. Yeah, we're <laughs> ne- we're streaming people. You know, millennial, yeah. you know, almost millennials. Mm-hmm. But um, we go ahead and you know, go ahead and get it. Right. And man, I end up shutting it off. Oh, wow. I don't because want we can't it. watch anything without the commercials showing right. our kids things we don't want to right. show them yet. Show them. It's like, man, we, we can't watch true TV or anything. It's no. just like, you know, funny shows or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's, it's terrible. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a terrible time mm. and it's, it's going to get worse. Um, even in my belief in 
not to get uh, too far off the tangent, but mm -hmm. even the next five years, um, the the computer and the robotic technology mm -hmm. is going to kill uh, employment mm -hmm. in this yes. country. They are they're setting up for this mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. if people are poor yeah. and they can't get their their basic necessities mm -hmm. except for leaning on the government, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or what if the government if the government's in control of your food and water, yeah. mm -hmm. they can pretty much have you doing whatever they want you to exactly. do. Exactly. So the point being is that it, robotics in the next five years mm -hmm. um, is going to have a great impact uh, on this country's well-being. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. um, if you, I'll give you some examples. Will um, you be able to buy or sell without it? Without, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's going in that direction? To, I, I think know, that. connect dots? I'm trying to connect the dots, Okay. right? But it talks about, you know, soulless humans and things mm -hmm. of that nature. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're on this, uh, we're, we're on this thing with uh, uh, genetics and, yeah. and, and, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, what are they, like cloning. Droids. Like mm -hmm. droids. And, and right, the AI robots yeah, yeah. Yep. that <laughs> essentially they had to shut down, uh, 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 Google had to shut down, um, they had two robots. Mm -hmm. Right, mm -hmm. the robots started communicating with one another in their own language mm. that they couldn't figure out. So Google <laughs> had to shut down, oh. shut those robots down. But that's that's just ne neither here nor there. But mm -hmm. then when they talk to them about other things, this uh, one Sophie, one some one of them even, mm -hmm. even has a citizenship in a country. Yeah, is it Sophie? I think so. I, I mean, what do you mean a citizenship? So now yeah. they're trying to bring these things to life, um, essentially. I mean, mm -hmm. citizenship, really, on a robot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. But Sophie said that, and, and another robot also. I mean, this stuff is right in front of your face, mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. uh, she basically said that, you know, to take over the world, you know, wants to, and that was one of the things of mm -hmm. just basically <sighs> letting you know that Terminator ain't too, it's not I crazy. was getting ready to say Skynet. They put everything <laughs> that's real in movies and everything that's fake on the news. I've been telling How people about this for that? years. Yeah. I like that. I've been yeah. telling mm -hmm. people this for years. Yep. Like, Cause it always comes out. Yeah. They, and 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 like like you mentioned the movies, they put they put the the sci-fi. Well, what they make as sci-fi is closer to what they're actually doing or the truth. Right. And what they make is absurd and crazy fantasy. Mm -hmm. Like I don't mm -hmm. know. Basically, they mock the truth and make the truth fantasy, mm -hmm. and then they make the fantasy truth. Right. Right. They're swapping right. out it's, reality. It's a game that they right. play, man. And like you were saying with the technology, um, the, and you was talking about earlier how technology is moving fast. Mm -hmm. And then you were just saying now, like just in the span of the next five years, where it's going as far uh -huh. as employment. And mm -hmm. I'm like, in, the ne in, in 20 years, they're, they're, we'll be glad if they're still humans. Because right. they're already, I said like a couple of years ago about, I don't know how they do it, but transferring consciousness. Right. I don't mm -hmm. know how they do it. Right. I almost don't even want to look it up, but right. um, but transferring it's consciousness into about robots mm -hmm. and stuff like this. And mm -hmm. I said this yep. a couple of years ago, and Netflix comes out with a, a show talking uh, about carbon or something. Is yeah, that it? Alt altered carbon, carbon or something. <clears throat> yeah, altered carbon. Dope, yeah. dope show, by the way. Yeah. But um, <laughs> graphic, it's graphic. Yeah, yeah. But but wow. um, and I'm looking at it like I can't believe they put this out there. Mm -hmm. I can't believe mm -hmm. they put this out there this soon because usually 
you see something on, you know, something that looks all futuristic. It's already five years old. Right. But I'm just like, uh, yo, they put this out there fast. They're really uh-huh. preparing people. And uh-huh. I also think this has something to do. This is my own, I have no, this is my own wild conspiracy mm-hmm. fringe. I told you I'm the fringe one. <laughs> but I Jeez. think the mark of the beast has something to do with, with, with um, like, killing your soul. Uh, like, you know, it has uh. to be something where you can't come back from. You have to have been dead. Like, you know, somehow, and something else is in there. Right. Running that that, Running that, that. body, because it mm-hmm. ain't you. Right. you know, why would you just be cut off? God forgives everything, right, but this? Right. And, you know, it has to not be you anymore. Like, what what's going on? Like, you, you know? You're talking about them transferring your thoughts and ideas, like your brain, into uh, something else. Well... No, it's two things. I'll be jumping from something. Okay. Somewhere. But um, <laughs> right. um, yes, they can like transfer your conscious, your your brain, your thoughts, your essence into a clone, for instance. Right. Let's just say, like you know, right. or robotics, because they're end game. I read a lot of, right. um, not occult books, but like secret society books and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then their whole end game <clears throat> is to merge the the human with the robot. Sure. Right. You know sure. what I mean? And live forever. That's the whole forever. thing. Is right. to cheat death because mm-hmm. they know only Christ cheat death. They know these things. Right. Right. You know, but. They're gonna cheat de- death because they're they're their own gods. Mm-hmm. Like you know, what I mean, mm-hmm. they're gonna cheat death, so they want to mm-hmm. merge um, their conscious, their being with robotics because robotics, you know, sure can go on forever. Sure, but the body dies. But the so, body dies, right? And like that's what the elites or whatever have like their end game. They don't give. They don't care about us. Mm-hmm. Like you know, what I mean, they have their own agendas and stuff. Yeah, they're just using us to fund it and fuel it. Sure, but um, but as far as the the mark of the beast, I think. Something about getting it changes to where you're not you anymore, and that just like cuts you off. Right. So you can't come. You can't. There's no coming back from right. that. Like you know, I don't know what yet. Right. But that's just my own wild. Right. Like, theory well, it's, on that it's one. definitely a spiritual warfare going on. Yeah. Um, and the 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 evil that's out there. You know, I never really truly understood. You know what we wrestle against. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but I do now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I understand now, and. When it comes to what they're trying to do uh, with the cloning, they they've already figured out the human gene code, yeah. mm. and you know I'm sure cloning has already been going on mm-hmm. for years in secret closets since World mm-hmm. War Two. Sure, mm-hmm. and and now with the them having the ability to be able to take your brain and everything mm-hmm. else and put it into something else, yep. there is something. <laughs> That's going to be totally distorted with this whole thing that's coming. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is, but I guess we'll soon yeah. find out. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. Yeah. And the robotics themselves, um, I say to five years, because if you take a look at the cars, mm-hmm. the driverless cars, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? If you take a look at the driverless trucks, mm-hmm. right? Um, you see, you see um, uh, it, from California all the way over to the to Delaware, mm-hmm. um, Uber, um, yeah. they have they just purchased twenty four thousand driverless vehicles, right? Wow. So, how many people will soon be out of work? Yeah, you see what I mean. Yep. And what about the taxi cab companies? I was just about yeah. to say that. What about the truck drivers? Yep. If you own a trucking company and you could get a robotic truck, yeah, that costs you five hundred thousand, six hundred thousand yeah. dollars, uh, you know. Uh, or spend four hundred thousand for your new truck. Yeah. But if you spend a six thousand, six hundred thousand, you never you, have, you to, don't pay have to, to pay a driver again. Yeah. Who wouldn't do that? You see what I mean? So in in an instant, truckers are going to be out of business. Uh, taxi cab drivers are going to be out of business. Um, 
uh, so then what, what does that leave all the unemployed people in like a, you ever seen 1984? I like, actually, I little, did watch that about yeah. two or three months ago. Really? Yeah. Maybe not, maybe not that short a time. Maybe about six months ago I watched it. Okay. The 1984. Yeah. Mm. It's crazy, right? But George Orwell yeah. was on to something. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Big time. Because there's only thing left for you. Yeah. It's just to be a, a serf, servant, you right. know, uh, government provided, government controlled, gov- you know, mm-hmm. um, man, so... So, um, entertainment, media, you know, things of that nature. We talked about that, and it's crazy because, you know, they're the ones that that kind of define, you know, what's reasonable, what's mm-hmm. true, what the what the official story is, and mm-hmm. all this. Um, what are you, what are your thoughts on their role as far as conspiracy theories? As far as, um, we'll say theories, you know, for now. But um, what what do you think their role is? What do you what do you see them as? Well, as far as the media. Uh, is concerned, they're controlled, and they're controlled, and they're controlled uh, opposition. Um, um, all the media outlets are owned by a small, select group of people mm-hmm. for the most part, mm-hmm. and they push whatever agenda that they want to push. Yeah. And and they don't even have to be good salesmen because America's just sort of sleeping. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know they believe. Yeah. Everything that they see on TV, yep. um, without doing any research, and so um, I have a lot of feelings about a lot of different events that have happened in this country, and it went against mm-hmm. what most people were believing based upon what the media was pushing. Right. Yeah. Um, even when it comes to uh, now, do I believe people were killed in Sandy Hook and these other places? I knew places? you were going to mention Sandy Hook. <laughs> I knew it. I, I, I believe that. Those things happened, but I also believe that it was a, these most for the most part they were staged events in order uh, to get a prescribed outcome, and the outcome would be your Second Amendment rights being taken away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's every that's the talking them, every point. Every one of them, right? You, you can you can. And again, I, I said this. I had uh, some friends. I had uh, T and Bruce was on. Um, we did a a podcast on how flat earth came to us, mm-hmm. you know, and our first response to it. Um, and in that, you know, I kind of mentioned how in order to actually tr- try to consider something, you have to suspend judgment or suspend preconceived ideas. Mm-hmm. You can't understand one thing by the rules of the other. So you have, right. to, you have to put that aside and say, okay, so according to this, mm-hmm. you know, this is what it is. So the same thing, you know, Sandy Hook or whatever the event is, in, in order to understand you know, the evidence, the motive, I think you have to suspend judgment that, man, it was just some crazy kid that shot some people. Right. There's no ulterior, mo- ulterior motive. Um, and if you do that, you might start seeing the actual motive. And then you might you might backpedal and say, wait a minute, because this didn't make sense. And that, what about uh, crisis actors? Right. That the same woman or the same guy is at the Boston bombing. Is at the, you know, as, as what in the world? Event. The kid from Orlando was mm-hmm. also in California. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah. you know, look. And they, they use a straw man approach whenever someone points that out. They use a straw man fallacy to say, oh, so what you're saying is, you know, kids didn't die. You know, you, right. you want kids to die? Right. Well, no one said that. Right. That's not what I said. I nah. said, where'd that kid come from? Right. You know, and how mm-hmm. come the behind the scenes footage, they're all laughing. They're not crying. Right. They're all yeah. laughing, hanging right. out. Then the camera's rolling. They're all like. <sighs> right. Uh, right. You know, I mean. Even if we're completely wrong, it's still rational. There's still some logical questions mm-hmm. to be asked. Mm-hmm. And then you got things like, um, you know, ex-FBI, 
you know, ex-FBI speaking on it and saying, man, as soon as I saw that, this is this is a staged event. Mm-hmm. Right. That's all that is. Mm-hmm. That's a staged event because this didn't happen, that didn't happen. And then you look it up, there was no deaths reported that day. <laughs> you know, I'm like, what? Right. What are you talking about? You know, and at, and at this point, I think I was conspiracy theoried out when Sandy Hook happened. I was just, I've heard enough. I've done it. You know, right. not that, I don't know, you just kind of don't care. Right. <laughs> you know, um, so I'm like, oh, it's okay. It probably is a false flag. It probably is mm-hmm. some type of stage event. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't check it out. But, right. But then, you know, my, you know, T's talking about it. I don't know if Trey did or not, but... Um, but somehow I came across, you know, probably like a year later, mm-hmm. this uh, video of this ex-FBI guy, you know, saying what his problems were, you know, with that event. And uh-huh. immediately he saw this, he saw that, he saw that, you know. Right. And he's just from his experience, you know, he says there's no way that, that that's real. Mm-hmm. You know, so what are they doing? You know, what, what's, the, what's the motive? Mm-hmm. You know? Right. And like you oh. said, the first thing they do is they put, they've, they've maximized it now with Orlando and things. They put kids Yep. Before it would just be politicians right. or the people in the news mm-hmm. saying, "Man, why we gotta have t- tighter gun laws and mm-hmm. you know X Y Z?" But now you put kids up to do it, mm-hmm. um, and then of course it's kind of like hitting a woman that hits you. Well, you know you right. can't hit her back, right? So you just you know you can't hit a kid back on TV, right? You if can. you if you put the, if you put the <laughs> screws to him, you're the bad guy, right? But uh, yeah, got this guy Tucker on Fox. He put the yeah. screws to the one kid, yeah. and they're like, yeah. oh, well, you you know, you're you're traumatizing these kids or whatever. Mm. Oh, so I see the tactic. That's why you put kids up there, right? Mm. So, anyway, but you know, you mentioned Sandy Hook, and yeah, I just, mean, it, it was it was crazy because you know, in the beginning, you know, I was already, um, I hadn't gotten to the point where I was, um tired of seeing like things mm-hmm. that look true to me versus mm-hmm. what I'm being told. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got the anger in you because you've been lied to for so long yeah. and you can see them lying now, right? You can see because because you, mm-hmm. you reach out enough yeah. and you seek enough and all of a sudden you know what their end game is and now, you know, you got enough pieces of the puzzle to put yeah. together yep. to see their operation. You just don't know what move is going to be next, but mm-hmm. you know they're mm-hmm. You know what kind of moves they're making. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so I, I was getting, you know, tired of just doing the conspiracy research type of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I just kept on pushing it, you know. And I, I, when, when I started putting stuff up about these uh, 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 mass killings, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. all of a sudden out of the blue, mm-hmm. people, your kids just want to go and just blow other kids away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Out of the blue. Yeah. And then I came across this guy, and I'm, I'm trying, I've been sitting here trying to think of his name, and I cannot think of his name. He wrote a book called Behold a Pale Horse. Oh. Ooh, that's one of my have a conversation about <laughs> conspiracies <laughs> without mentioning Pale Horse. Uh, William something. William Cooper. Yep. Yep. William Cooper. Yep. Yep. That's yep. it. Yep. That's it. Oh, boy. So when he talked about, Ooh. yeah, when he, when, so, you know, cult, you know where I'm classic. Gonna, yeah. You yeah. know where I'm going to refer to, so. Yeah. Yep. But for, for the people out there, it was. It was very in- interesting that mm-hmm. he would literally tell you exactly what the FBI is doing right now, mm-hmm. yep. which is they find uh, he he basically said they find uh, kids with what what do they call that they um, that that's what they're the mental they, they yeah. Call, yeah. The yeah. mentally ill or something. Yeah. This is this yep. is what he was saying in his book. Yeah, uh, they use mentally ill patients. They they hypnotize them and yeah. give them uh, psychotropic drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and then they hypnotize them yeah. under these under these psychotropic drugs, and that's why the kids wake up and go out and shoot people, yeah. right? And the 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 gun of choice, seemingly these kids always get a hold of an AR-15, yeah, right. and it just yeah. so happens to be the gun that they're trying to get, yeah, which is going to lead to all yeah. of our guns being taken away one yeah. day. Yep. But they got to start with this. Yep. But there's been such an, a revolt behind it because of mass me- the, the social media. That's why I'm saying right now it has this good. Yeah. It's, uh, such a social media movement over it. It just put too many people on alert. Too many people became aware. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And right now they're settling down. They're figuring out what the next move is going to yep. be because yeah. they want the guns out of the American public's hands. That's the only yeah. way they're going to get it. Mm-hmm. I mean, when? Right. And be yeah. able to do, carry out all the other things they have planned. Uh, they that, have to. They, they have we cannot to. cannot be able to defend ourselves. We no. cannot. You like, can't. Yeah. And this is why you ever wonder why, you know, no one attacks America. Yeah, I was getting ready to mm-hmm. think. There's a, there was a Chinese emperor or general or something. I can't remember if it was Mao or who it was, mm-hmm. but he was quoted as saying he, he would never attack America on their soil. Right. He said because there's a gun under, under every, every blade of grass. That's it. You know, so Every, it's like there's yeah. all the citizens are are, are part are of our mm-hmm. militia. So you got to you know, fight the entire country. Yeah. yeah, you know, because if you, if there's some some military personnel going down the street from another country, and you got all these Americans looking at them, they're going to be shooting. Yeah. They're, they're mm-hmm. going to be pulling their guns out and shooting these mm-hmm. guys. Yep. You're not going to walk through these streets like you do in other countries. You can yep. in other countries. You're, mm-hmm. you're going to. People come over here. They're gonna. Uh, too, we yeah. just own too many guns. Yep. Yeah. That's it. And so that's, take them out of our hands. That's yep. that's part of the. The conversation, of course, media does a terrible job. They're they're not there to cover both sides or actually explain no, things logically. Mm-hmm. But um, but that's what a lot of the just people listening miss is that the Second Amendment is not about hunting, right? It's not even about that's home right. burglary. That's right. That's it's about protection from, from tyranny, the government. Yeah. From, that's government. Right from the tyranny. Yeah. And Absolutely. let's let's assume that our government is not nefarious. That they're all golden boys, you know, Mitt Romney's or Obama's, mm-hmm. and just wonderful, upstanding people right. that just want to serve. Great. Right. But if you change the law today, 20 years from now, there may be, may be a tyrant. Right. 40 years from now, there could be a tyrant. Right. You know, but, as soon, but when you take the weapons out of the people's hands, you expose the people, the civilians, mm-hmm. the regular citizens, mm-hmm. to tyranny. Right. And that was the reason they left tyranny to come here. That's right. And that was why it was one of the principles in the, you know, like... And and this is crazy. I'm a Christian. I don't even believe in owning a gun for myself. Right. I don't. Right. But but I support the Second Amendment. You know because of the 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 logic of what how what our country sure. stands for and why that, that that why that's there. Sure. So I'm not saying it because I want to play with guns. Right. You know. Right. I, that's that's crazy. It's not even right. what I want to do. I, right. I don't want one. But we. No, but you have to have them. You have to. You mm-hmm. have to have them. And mm-hmm. and not only did the founding fathers. Uh, um, bring that into existence. Mm-hmm. They also said uh, we we should have the same thing mm-hmm. that the military has yeah. so yeah. that we can properly defend ourselves. Yep. You know, because you can't have you know, back then it was what uh a big cannons and yeah. you know, single shot, you yep. know, and 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 maybe the six shooter, but yeah. we were supposed to have the capabilities yeah. to be yeah. able to have cannons if, if you're supposed in order to be to a militia. Them. Yeah. Then you're talking about combat. Mm-hmm. You're not again. You're not talking about hunting. You're like, right. Well, I understand a rifle or a shotgun. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. N- no. It was. It, it was to defend against another army. That's right. Mm-hmm. Even if it was our own fighting right. against us. That's right. It's so crazy. Absolutely. How is that so? It, and that's that's why I know you're lying. You know. That's right. why I know the news mm-hmm. is being deceptive right. because that's the yeah. easiest concept to understand. And the, and people are so easily influenced. 
by what Very the media much. says when it comes mm-hmm. to that. Mm-hmm. Yep. No one's taught in school any of this anymore. No. I mean, I think it was a a big thing one time. They was actually trying to take history out, saying it was irrelevant. Like, hmm. they even teach or whatever. I'm just like, oh, you guys are good, man. <laughs> you know, like, y'all are real good. But, yeah. um, if you don't so, understand history, you're like, doing well, just You were right. just saying about mm-hmm. the militia or whatever, you know. People don't even know militias help get this country. Yeah. Like, militias mm-hmm. help win formed. that war. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. yep. And even, I'm just so, I'm, I got like goosebumps. I'm so hyped right now. <laughs> <laughs> She's in her element. <laughs> but, but, um, to, to take away that right, and it's a shame, like, some people are so for the propaganda that people, okay, great example. Um, right now, there's the whole huge race movement and stuff, you know, and. No, you're, um, you're fine. So, these people say, you know, black, cops are killing black people, blah, 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 you know, okay, you know, all right. And then in the same breath, you're saying we shouldn't have the right to own guns. But I'm just like, well, what if he had a gun to defend himself against that cop that was trying to kill him? Like, you know, right. like it's just it's like everybody's so backwards. Everybody yep. for like whatever cause is out there right now. We're gonna right. we're gonna jump on it and yeah. we're gonna ride behind it, even right. if it con- contradicts another one. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Like, so even our own constitution. Yeah. Right. You know? Yep. So, so uh, mentioning media, do you ever watch TV shows and see these social issue- issues or the the agenda like embedded in a in a sitcom or just regular, not news? Just you movies know, and sitcoms. You know, just just even watching The Simpsons, mm-hmm. um, they've mm-hmm. made a lot of predictions yeah. uh, that have come to to light. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and it, it's too many to be coincidental. Yeah, no, you know what I mean. Many. It's just way too many to be coincidental. Mm-hmm. So these guys have an agenda. Yeah, and it's step by step, but for some reason. And I think I read over this one time, but for some reason, they always feel like they have to tell you what they're doing. Yeah, I almost think it's in the contract or something. Right. You know I mean? I've like, said it's well, in Satan's contract. It is. You have to have a choice. It, it, you have Spiritually. to have the choice. That's what I believe. And it's yeah. a spiritual thing that's going on yeah. where this can only be allowed yeah. if the people know. Because if the people know yeah. and, they ex- and they don't do anything, yep. then it's responsible. Yeah, That's it. Yep. And so this is why they keep putting out yeah. all these things. Um, because it is a spiritual contract, I believe. Lindsey mm-hmm. Williams, remember the guy used to go on. Yeah. I don't, I don't. Well, of course, Alex Jones was taken off every social media channel. I don't know if you saw that, he was blacklisted. Um, really, he was all uh, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, all kicked him off same day. Um, and it had people saying, "Well, good, you know, crazy guy." He didn't believe in Sandy Hook. Right. <laughs> That's literally what right. they said on on uh, CNN. Right. He didn't believe in Sandy Hook. Why should he be allowed to talk? Right. You know, um, I stopped listening to him years ago because I didn't like. His persona. I used to love him. I used to too. I, and, yeah, and early then days. I, then I stopped. And I'm he like, went a little bit, a little bit sideways. Yeah, and <laughs> and he, I, I felt like his, his persona, uh, was it preceded him or whatever the case may uh-huh. be. Like, um, like Piers Morgan. He got on to talk to him about gun laws. Funny, we right. Yeah. And he ended up like challenging him to a fist fight. Oh, yeah, it was like, dude, that. you have you have all the references. You could have you could have defeated him with information. Sure. Now maybe you're just your buttons are easily pushed. You just blacked mm-hmm. out, but um, <laughs> it happens too often. So I feel like you're not a good representation. No. You have all the information, you know. Right. Um, but nonetheless, you know, nonetheless, he's uh he's he's kicked off the the media or whatever. And um, he's a con- he's considered a conspiracy theorist, mm-hmm. but he's. 
he let he made himself look like a complete nut job. Yeah. So he's another one of those people mm-hmm. that gives conspiracy theorists yep. a bad name. Yep. You know. Yeah. Um, absolutely. At the end of it all. And I don't know. We we do have a responsibility. You know mm-hmm. how we conduct ourselves, and mm-hmm. um, so I do. I do want to talk further um, okay. about flat Earth, but to to wrap up, because I think one transitions to the other. Because flat Earth is a conspiracy theory. Sure, it is. Um, it's in that. Sure it's it in is. that arena. Um, so I think there's. You know, our friends talked about it on the other podcast. There's a responsibility that we all have in how we represent ourselves, because when we when we share information, people listen based on whether or not you're somebody they'll listen to. Right. If you're somebody they respect, you're someone that has integrity, you're someone that's got a sound mind, Mm -hmm. and that's why, for one, not because we had an agenda to talk about Flat Earth. I mean, I'm interested because I know you post about it. Right. But um, I just want to connect with people and and connect an audience with people. Sure. But nonetheless, I mean, we sat here and listened to, uh, for all intents and purposes, a very sound man that has principles. Mm -hmm. You. Thank you. So we, we heard that. So we didn't, if, if, if I just brought you on and you're like, yeah, man, the earth is flat, you know, uh, you know, uh, the moon landing was filmed in Roswell and, you know, <laughs> well, you know, whatever. And, that, and that's all they heard. And I can see why they'd be like, ah, whatever, this guy's a quack. He's crazy. Right. You know, but uh, we've already dispelled that, mm-hmm. that possible, you know, scenario because we've sat here and listened to someone sure. that has a sound mind. He has different views when it comes to conspiracy theories or the media sure. or religion. Um, but you can't dismiss him. Right. And that's what that's why I want to conclude the conspiracy theory talk with the same as we're going to lead into, you know, flat earth right. with um this 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 cultural norm now of dismissing people, of dismissing um information, fake news, whatever the terms are mm-hmm. that are being conspiracy theorists was that was like the the OG of like name calling. Oh yeah. You know, you mentioned oh, the government. Yeah. I told Terry that the other day like CIA came up with that term during uh uh the JFK investigation right. for anyone that didn't believe the official, you know, story, story. the war report mm-hmm. and everything. Um, this was a term to basic, basically tell people not to listen to you. Right. You know, then it happened again with nine 11, you know, then it, oh, now man. it's happening now with flat earth society, right. you know, or flat earthers, you know? Um, but nonetheless, there's, there is a culture of just dismissing. You're not allowed to talk, mm-hmm. you know, just dismiss you. Right. You shouldn't be allowed to have a voice. Right. What do you think about that? Just that in general. I mean, should, is that how we should be? I mean, it's crazy to me. Well, <laughs> people are acting that way without their, without anything even being passed to enforce them mm-hmm. to be that way. Mm-hmm. So by nature, they're just uh, being this way with all these all these conversations, all these topics that are out there. Um, people are people are too afraid to speak up on certain subjects. 